everyone! This is episode 6 of the Fragments podcast, where we talk with participants of the Fragments project about short drama pieces and poetry which they wrote during the drama workshops. Today we talk about Elizabeth piece called We are not party to the theft. But before we start our conversation, I would like to ask everyone to introduce themselves. My name is Elizabeth Fiona. I am Ugandan and living in the UK at the moment. I am a part-time writer. I love to write. Uh, but also I am a human rights enthusiast. I'm a travel junkie. I love food. And, um, and also um, I'm a runner. I, I usually do park run before the pandemic came and changed the world. Yeah, my name is Tabo Mokuyana. I am a human rights activist. I'm originally from Zimbabwe, and uh, I am uh, I try and advocate for those who are in the asylum process and those who are under the bondage and the chains of oppression all over the world, especially um, in Zimbabwe and from Zimbabwe. I'm also a, a member of the Voices Network, and uh, this is a UK-based network where we. Uh, try and advocate for asylum seekers and, and refugees in the UK. And I'm on the board of trustees for the uh, Reading Refugee Support Group, RRSG. Basically trying to uh, have a form a bridge between the, 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 the trustees or the directors of RRSG and the services of RRSG. Uh, um, my name is Oliver. Oliver Mbolokele, that is. I'm 37. Uh, I'm an asylum seeker. Hashtag, I'm also a um, poet, a musician, and I do a bit of drama and um, a creative art, creative writing as well. Um, yeah, that's me basically in a nutshell, a little bit. Thank you. Elizabeth, can you tell us a little bit about writing this piece? How did you come up with the idea? Why did you decide to write about a political protest? Writing this piece, uh, I was part of Oli. Uh, with the University of East London, where I got to meet um, Erica, who was one of my my teachers, writing. So I, naturally, I just love to write. So I, I I was looking for someone to inspire me, to help me bring out the writing in me. And then I met Erica, and uh, we went through creative writing together. And for me, that was a starting point, really. So. After the, after the sessions ended, she introduced me to another group of writers in which we write, and then we get to share with other people. And then I met Tabo as well. Then Tabo introduced me to Jude Hayes, and that's how I got to this project, which by far has been very, very wonderful. Now, writing the piece, um, I remember Jude put me in with a group of other ladies, and then we decided to write about uh, the right to protest because that's one of the human rights. So we decided to write about that. Coming from Africa, the three of us, we decided to look at what happens back home, especially uh, when it comes to, the, to human rights. So we wrote about the right to protest, uh, how, how our governments back home, uh, we, we are more like under military rule. So we, we chose Cameroon, but because we could not now uh, write so many pieces for all the different countries in Africa, we just chose one country to represent 
the other countries because protests happen every day. Uh, people protest in their homes, wives against their husbands, children against their, their, their parents. And then we have those other family wrangles. People protest all the time. So we decided to say that, okay, fine. We want to bring it out in the context that there was an election. Yeah, but in the run-up to the election, a lot of human rights violations happened. Opposition leaders were being kidnapped. People were being killed. The government was the incumbent government was instilling fear in the opposition. Of course, at the end of the day, it's a common man that suffers from all these. It's it's their family members that are kidnapped. It's their children that are taken as uh, war as um, child soldiers. So, because of all this, they come up together and say, "No, we have to protest. We have to let this government hear our voice." We have to stand together as one against this government. So they decide to organize a simple protest because the right to protest is actually embedded in the constitution of Cameroon. So they choose to, to protest. And then they, they say, okay, fine, we're going to march straight to the parliament because that's where uh, the, their representatives sit. That's where the people they elected in power to represent their voices seat. So they were bringing this to the parliament. And then halfway along the way, they are met by a group of soldiers who were manning the streets to the parliament. And then that's where uh, the whole conversation comes from. Hmm. And was it difficult for you to work with other people writing this piece? Well, um, Working with other people has been a blessing because we all have different ideas. Uh, we, we, coming from Africa is one thing, but we come from different parts of the continent. I'm Ugandan, Anita is from Cameroon, uh, Lindsay is from Sierra Leone. So we, it, it, it was a blessing in that I got to know what exactly also happens in the other countries. And we were sharing ex experiences basically, but it's just one, um, the same, issue we are all faced with, but we face them in different ways and circumstances. Well, you see the right to protest is all around us. For last year, following the nationwide uh, televised death of George Floyd, and then we saw the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement and all those protests. So it, it's the same thing. It's just uh, the circumstances that are different, but it's the same everywhere. Thank you. I have a question for everyone. Do you often go to protests here in the UK? No, I've never been to one, you know. I've never been to one. I've I've come across a few um, <laughs> um, in the areas that I've been in, but I haven't been in one specifically myself, no. It's never been something that I've kind of thought it would it would be a, um, a voice loud enough for the home office to hear our well, to get my attention, because that's where my battle was just being by myself. I haven't really had people around me that's directing me to protest is another um, avenue of type of getting your voice heard. Um, I've always battled things differently. I've taken going to court, um, letters, emails, and finding solicitors. They're, they're being the type of protest that I've had about that. But although I haven't been successful, I thought it was just another way of just getting a, my voice heard. But I... Protest has been something that I've never come across doing myself or being in any. 
even though with the Black Lives Matter that recently happened, I wasn't even around there because I also fear the fact that me just being around protest alone um, could just get me into trouble just because I'm there. And it could just mess up my position of where I am with the home office and things like that. So I've tried to not put myself in that kind of predicament because being me, I was saying, being a young a black man and in a crowd of around of black others people or other people protesters, I always felt that I stood out like a sore thumb. So I never put myself in in a dangerous position that I thought something could happen to me, even though I'm, I, I'm innocently just protesting or whatever. I just didn't want to put myself in that shoe, basically. There's a bit of a fear in a way as well. Um, I had fear in myself putting protest because, um, yeah, I just didn't want to get talk, taken or anything happening to me as well. But I know the kind of energy and the environment and noise that's around a protest. So that's why I have a great image of kind of where Elizabeth's story is coming from and the type of protest it is and the sounding around it as well. Elizabeth, and what about you? Well, um, I haven't really been actively involved in any protest. Aside from uh, when I was back in high school, when we had a strike at school. I mean, and it was about trivial issues, really. Uh, the only way I participated in that was to really write the, <laughs> the strike plan. That's all I did. And then I gave it to the strike masters and they went ahead with their strike. But I haven't actively been involved in any protests. All I do is write, write about them and then um, sit back and watch them really happen. The thing with crowds is, is a bit technical as um, uh, people are really different. You might sit down with people and decide on how the, the protest should happen. And then when you get to that actual protest, then things go south. For instance, like I was recently during the Black Lives Matter protests in the UK, I was watching uh, the crowds were there and then they, all of a sudden things started to get roadie and then people were pulling down um, statues and all that. So, and, and I'm wondering what was that part of the plan? So it's not really easy to deal with massive crowds as people are of different thinking and people, some people just get carried away. They get there and they feel all they have all the power and then they start to do different things really. But um, I think the only way we can make it more appealing is to continuously educate people about their right to protest. Tabo, do you have something to add? In Africa, what, what I experienced was a demonstration that I was not necessarily involved in. It was a demonstration that students were involved in. And yeah, it caused a lot of destruction. And it was um, quite intimidating for me because I didn't understand what was going on. All I knew was that it was happening. But then that was my first taste of tear gas. Um, and I was in high school. And, you know, the brutal force of, uh, of a government, um, as in, um, police, army, um, riot squad being sent out against its own people. People had broken arms, broken limbs, blood everywhere, smashed glass, burnt cars. It was quite a scene. The difference is obviously in Cameroon and many other parts of Africa now when people go out and protest, they get shot. But before in Zimbabwe, that was not the case. 
here, protesting, you don't get shot. You might get arrested, but I try and stay away from where the arrests are happening. <laughs> so that's it, yeah. Thank you everyone for sharing. Well, let's talk about sound design now. So are there any sounds you want to add to this dialogue? Um, how I want it from the start, um, we already have some raindrops falling and all that. But as I said, I, was, I want it uh, as they march along holding all these placards and things, I would like to have some bit of uh, freedom songs playing as they march and all that. And then um, when they get to meet up with the soldier force as the rain continues, because that does not deter them from stopping. And then uh, when they meet the soldiers, um, I'd like to have a bit of some cut because it's a busy area, really. It's a busy area. And then um, because it's one soldier speaking for the rest of all the soldiers, maybe they're in the background of cocking some guns and stuff just to create that fear among us the the demonstrators or protesters and then at the end it's it's really that last bit of sounds of feet running in different directions cries for help and then guns um i think uh sound of car horns tooting wanting the crowd to move Whistling like a, like at a football match, maybe glass breaking, sound of people shouting, screaming, not screaming as in um, in pain, but like you know, uh, just shouting. Uh, the one that you'd expect is a lot of people, and then at the end there's all there's the obvious sounds of people wailing and um, thingy when they've been shot after the gunfire and silence, and all you hear is just that. Hmm. By the way, do you think protests in the UK sound different from protests in Cameroon? In the UK, I think it's 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 more of um, there won't be any gunshots. For instance, um, it would just be the police manning the, the the protesters, that showing them where to go, go this side, unless if they really the crowd really get violent. But we will not hear any gunshots. We will not hear any. Uh, there might be a couple of arrests, but that is if it really gets to the extreme. But in in uh, in uh, Cameroon or any other part of Africa, there will be arrests. There will be gunshots. There will be a lot of disorganization. I mean, the environment alone is very different from the UK. So everything, I'd say everything bad will be in Cameroon. I think the ones in Cameroon will more than likely be, as Zeno said, that um, here there's a lot more probably shouting and stuff like that. There's a lot more laughing. Um, there's jokes and everything else. There's also the serious part of where people will do certain things and you know, there'll obviously be sirens and stuff. But for sure, you're not going to be hearing gunfire, you know. Whereas in Africa, in many countries now, um, protesters have been shot at with live rounds, not with rubber bullets, with live rounds. And sometimes the ones who order that protesters are shot with live rounds, they get rewarded with 
becoming presidents like the president of South Africa. Be great, grateful that we're in a country where if we protest, we won't get, we likely won't get shot. Then just hope that that is what's going to happen in terms of our right to um, our right to protest. We won't get shot. You know, we're allowed to protest. The difference with Cameroon, it's that it's not structured, it's not organized. There's no organization with the type of protest and how civil the soldiers can be. They're not really civilized. They're more arrogant and loud and it's more noisier. You hear a lot, lot, lot more sound than you would hear over here in the UK. All types of sounds, fear, running. But in in the UK, oh dear. Um, an example, I would say like, Prison in the UK is like a holiday camp compared to going to prison back in, in, in Africa where it's prison. You know what I mean? The difference is that back home, you don't get TV, you don't get people, you have to get people bringing you new food. And here in the UK, you get all the, the, the luxury stuff. It's more mild here. You won't hear, like Tabo say, gunshots, um, loud noises, people screaming, rare, rare, rare. You just hear more shouting shouting and that's about it so you might hear a bit of sirens here and there but actually you hear a lot um, of sirens more more siren noise and loud noise people shouting screaming um but yeah the, the, there's a big difference in sound thank you everyone for this conversation and your sound ideas let's listen to a little bit piece now and i hope it will sound the way you imagine it to be disturbing my peace? Why are you polluting my environment with your noises? Because we are tired. We feel neglected and cheated by the government. Neglected? Oh. How have we neglected you now? Yet we are here to protect you. In what way? By telling us we are polluting the environment with noise and stopping us, we will continue to protest peacefully. We will kill you all. All of you, and your bodies will be put in the mass grave. Nobody will see you say anything about it. It's no news. You have always protected your selfish government while brutalizing those who speak against your government. You have killed so many young men and women and sent some to jail as political prisoners and others to exile just because of your corruption. 
I am. We are ready to fight for justice. Yes, we are more than ready to fight. Fight we must and we will. We will overcome. Oh, shut up there. Who asked your opinions? I was only talking to your rascal leader. You dare not. I would arrest and block you just like the others. You will all be silenced. If you spend one week in prison cell, you got food and hard labor, you learn all of your lesson. Arrest me if you want. I am protesting because I don't want the younger generation to go through this and for the widows and orphans who are crying because of your evil deeds. Ah. We gathered here today are doing this for future generations. History will judge you, all of you, up to your fourth generation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry to burst your humorized bubble. <laughs> we run this city. We have all manners of state of art weaponry. And you come with us with nothing? We have seen your type before. Arrest her, you guys. Take her, arrest her, all of them. Go to bed, soldier! We will get 